You are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Spencer's Christmas Gift by MSR After Dark on AO3. Rating, Teen and Up. Scully did not mind Christmas shopping as a rule. She was thankfully graced with the ability to quite accurately peg people for gifts, especially members of her family. Mulder, however, always gave her pause, and this year was no exception. She had already purchased him a new leather jacket. She knew he was fond of the black one he had already, but after noticing he had worn it for three winters in a row, Scully figured he could appreciate something fresh. She debated getting him a few additional odds and ends, but ultimately she settled on deciding to get him some kind of joke gift. She had always appreciated those as a girl, and knowing Mulder's wiry sense of humor, He'd love a gag just as much as a gesture of affection. Besides, goodness knows they had plenty of jokes between them. Wondering where she could begin searching, Scully found that she had been wandering aimlessly for several minutes and was now standing in what looked like a small wing of the mall. Very few people were in this area, which she found herself relieved for when her eyes fell on a neon sign proudly displaying the name Spencer's Gifts. She suppressed a smirk as she suddenly recalled a handful of teenage afternoons spent with Melissa sneaking into the store of the same name, giggling over the prank kits and blushing at the sex novelties veiled against the back walls. Scully was surprised to find that the chain was still in business, although she found herself glad of the fact when she realized she might be able to find something tongue-in-cheek for Mulder amongst the neon and sparkles. She debated with herself for several moments, Knowing full well, she looked awkward standing in the middle of the mall, looking perturbed in front of a novelty shop. Finally, with a small shake of, oh, why the hell not, she stepped forward, almost slinking under the bright neon sign and into the hazy lighting of the store. Scully purposely avoided even casting a glance at the sequined underwear, disco balls, and sex toys on the back wall, and instead focused on glitter-shrouded cups and graphic tees. With electro-rock music curling around her ears, she cautiously made her way around the racks and aisles, ignoring the double glances of teenagers and young adults who almost undeniably were wondering what an official-looking woman such as Scully was doing, carrying a Nordstrom's bag and peering at a mug that said, Fabulous Bitch. A great variety of things were amusing, some even downright humorous, but nothing really felt like Mulder to her. She had just politely declined the assistance eagerly offered by a young man who most certainly did not look old enough to be working there when she spotted the kind of things she had been looking for. It was a small section, but there was most definitely a promising-looking shelf hosting a variety of space objects, models of UFOs, green goo, moon sculptures, and galaxy posters. She fought the urge to laugh when she saw a little green alien plush leaning against a box of plastic Martians and picked it up, examining the fuzzy gray material. It was as ugly as it was adorable, and it was perfect for him. If nothing else, she could tease him relentlessly about it for the next five or six months, at least. She was feeling remarkably pleased with herself when she heard her surname mumbled curiously, and with the start, she realized the person who had been occupying her thoughts was standing beside her. She whipped around, startled and alarmed, and tried her best to obstruct his view of the stuffed toy in her hand. 
he muttered a soft O of confirmed recognition when their eyes met. Scully cringed when she realized she was standing just to the right of a light-up blue dildo and knew her attempted friendly smile looked like a grimace. Mulder, hi, she stuttered. I thought you were staying home this weekend. Mulder shrugged, and Scully realized he was carrying packages, and his face held a mixture of curiosity, surprise, and amusement. She saw him attempt to casually swing an elegant-looking bag behind his legs, but she was almost certain she caught a glimpse of what looked like rose-tinted cashmere. She was guilty of the same tactic when she saw his eyes flicker, not so casually, at the arm she had creamed behind her back. I thought you were having Bill and his family over, he returned, deliberately avoiding her question with one of his own, she noted. Scully mentally chastised herself for her failed alibi, which of course was an out-and-out lie. She had hoped that the threatened presence of William Scully Jr. would have been enough of a safety net to assure that Mulder wouldn't haphazardly barge in while she was wrapping presents this weekend. But it wasn't enough of a safety net to keep him away from her outside the house. Mulder must have noted her discomfort because he didn't press the matter when she tersely started. I guess we're both rotten liars then. I assume you're doing Christmas shopping? Why'd you have to sneak up on me? Well, frankly, I was curious. When I saw a very certain small-scaled federal agent with vivid hair step into a place like Spencer's, looking as determined as when she was about to break down a door, he grinned. But now I think my curiosity has been satisfactorily satisfied. Mulder. In fact, I think I might have some ideas of my own now. His smile was just short of lecherous, but his eyes were playful as she slowly realized he was gazing over her shoulder at the wall behind her. She turned and followed the rout of his eyes, realizing that his familiar, I want to believe poster, was tacked behind the shelf Scully had been perusing. She groaned internally. There was no way he didn't know what she'd be getting him now. She opened her mouth to offer a statement and was surprised that rather than looking annoyed or disappointed, Mulder looked absolutely delighted. Well, I won't bother official business anymore, he grinned. I'll leave you to it. See you Monday. Ah, yeah, yep, Monday, yes. She sputtered after him, hesitantly returning the final smile he cast her way as he made his way towards the exit. It took Scully a few moments to regain her composure before she approached the register. Little alien toy in hand. She regretted that Mulder had caught a glimpse of her gag gift, but frankly, the smile on his face pleased her so much, she forgot to be upset. Now she had to wonder what he could possibly have in mind as a gag gift for her. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>